What's up? Welcome back. You're listening to episode 71, why your team isn't performing the way you want them to and how to fix it so you can start making real forward progress. That's all coming up next, so stay tuned. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Before we jump in today, I want to give a shout out to our featured listener this week, Alex Dumas, who says, this podcast is incredibly inspiring and a must listen. Short, sweet, to the point. I love it. Thank you, Alex. We are so glad to know that the show is making an impact in your life. And see, for you listening, your review doesn't have to be long. If you haven't left one, what are you waiting for? We love hearing from our listeners. And now you have the option to leave us a review either on your Apple app or on our podcast website, which you can find in the show notes of this episode, where you can leave us a voicemail and verbally share your review with the show for a chance to have it featured on an upcoming episode. Now, today we are diving into, again, something near and dear to my heart. We've been talking about this for the past few weeks here, and the broad topic is on hiring and training your team members. Now, this month we have a workshop that I am giving live that I just absolutely cannot wait to share all of what I'm going to share in there with you because this is something that hardly anyone out there is teaching in the entrepreneurial space, and that is how to interview, how to hire, and how to onboard and train your team members so that you can build your dream team and get the support that you need in place in your business and not feel like you're frantically running around scrambling, hoping that this next hire that you make is the magical unicorn that you're hoping for to help take that load off of your plate. And I shared a couple of episodes ago, back in episode 68, my own story when it came to hiring initially in my business. And the short version is that it was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. And I have learned so much in the process of doing it wrong and have figured out how to do it right. And that's what I want to share with you here in today's episode. And this episode really is for those of you that have already started hiring. Maybe you have outsourced overseas. Maybe you've hired freelancers before. Maybe you have a personal assistant working with you right now. You've started the hiring and team building process, and it's just not really going the way you had hoped or planned for it to go. Now, if you're listening and you haven't made your first hire yet, keep listening. Because in this episode, I'm going to show you what to avoid. Avoid? Avoid. <laughs> I'm going to show you what to avoid so that you can hire with confidence and have your team perform in the way that you expect. And one of the big mistakes actually four mistakes, but the big, big mistake that I see entrepreneurs making when it comes to hiring is having an incomplete org chart. Now, org chart stands for an organizational chart. That's like an old corporate term, but they have an incomplete org chart or none at all. And so 
they're hiring random people without building to the greater vision or even having a vision in place of what their dream team should look like. And so what happens is when you start hiring without having that clarity, the people you hire aren't clear on their role, wires get crossed, communication breaks down, the blame game starts, oh no, that's not my job, oh, that was their job, so therefore I couldn't do my job because that person didn't do their job. All of that is eliminated by having a complete and clear org chart in place. But most entrepreneurs completely miss this. They're so desperate to hire that they don't even realize that having that back-end structure in place to know what they are building, right? You got to have the blueprint to build a house. I mean, or you can slap some random boards together and realize that it's going to fall down pretty quickly. Having that blueprint in place to know what you are building to is the forerunner. It is the foundation to building a dream team of A players. So that's a big mistake. Another thing that I see happening so often is that online business owners, small business owners are in the weeds of their work. And maybe you can relate to this. You might feel like you wake up, you work all day long, you're putting out fires all day long, and you go to bed at night and feel like, what did I do today to actually make any real progress around here? I worked all day. Oh, sure, I was busy. But what actually got done? And really, a lot of this stems from a lack of clear core values. And when it comes to hiring, not having clarity on your core values makes it incredibly difficult, if not virtually impossible, to hire people who share those same values. I mean, maybe you have a one in a million chance of hiring someone who just happens to share the same values as you. But if you aren't clear on those values, and if you're not clear on what you're looking for, how do you expect to hire people who share those same values, who have the same work ethic as you? And so this creates another problem where when you hire people who don't share those values because you aren't clear on what those values are, you might hire someone who has a different work ethic than you. And that can create a ton of problems. Now, another thing that often goes missing for business owners everywhere is not having a clear onboarding process. Now, there's a few processes you need in order to make the right hire First, an interview process. Second, a hiring process. Third, and most importantly, is an onboarding process. This is a period of time that you give yourself and your new hire to see if you work well together. This is like the trial run. You set that expectation. They're clear on that expectation. They know that these next 60 days or 90 days, we recommend 90 full days, is to see if you are a good fit to work together on both ends. And if at that 90-day point you mutually agree that this is a great fit, then you continue going. If not, it gives you an out so that you are not stuck long-term with people who are not a fit for your team, for your culture, and for your greater vision. And then finally, this is a big, big piece. And if you've hired before then you've probably experienced the effects of not having this in place. And what I'm talking about is having a clear system of accountability. Now, in the beginning, when you're training new team members, you are the one holding them accountable. And at the same time, you're also responsible for teaching them how to take responsibility and how to be self-accountable so that long-term you're not babysitting them. 
Nobody likes to be babysat, right? I don't. I don't like to be micromanaged. I don't like someone looking over my shoulder saying, hey, um, did this get done? Oh, wait a second. This wasn't done correctly. Or you missed this little detail here. Oh, you didn't dot that I. You didn't cross that T. And I'm exaggerating here and having a little bit of fun. But it can often feel that way from the team member's perspective. And I can put myself back in those shoes in an instant. And remember, back when I was an employee working for other business owners, I hated being micromanaged. Oh, it is the worst feeling in the world. And what it really boils down to is a lack of trust. It's a lack of trust on your part that they are capable and have what it takes to get the job done. And then they don't trust you because you don't trust them. And that just breeds all kind of problems. So you have to have a clear system of accountability in place. And by the same token, you shouldn't always be the one holding them accountable. You teach them how to be accountable to the metrics that they are responsible for in your business. And in the workshop later this month, I am going to dive deep into that and teach you how to do that step by step by step by step so that you can create a team culture where everyone holds themselves accountable and they hold themselves accountable to the metric that they're responsible for and having clarity on those metrics so that they understand what they're working towards, what goals they're setting. What's the goal here that we are working toward collectively as a team and individually based on their responsibilities that they have? So we're going to dive deeper into that into the workshop, but that's the nutshell is that you need a clear system of accountability. And most entrepreneurs come by these mistakes so honestly. So if if you feel called out right now, please don't take it personally. Please know that many of these mistakes are honest mistakes. So often... In the world of entrepreneurship, and gosh, I can remember this, you're just desperate for that help. You recognize that you need the help, then you finally get yourself in a place where you're just like, all right, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to hire that help. And you do what you think you have to do, which is outsource and hire because that's what all the industry experts are doing. But for some reason, you just can't seem to get it to work. Like, oh, why is it working for them but not me? Why is so-and-so able to grow a great team and they have a great team culture, but I can't seem to create that? And if you're not clear on your values or on what you stand for as a team, it is going to be impossible to find people who align with those values. Like I said, one in a million chance. Virtually impossible. It is a recipe for disaster. Now, the onboarding process is critical because without it, it is going to be very difficult to teach your new hire what's expected of them as part of your team. And many entrepreneurs miss this piece. And this can make or break your experience of hiring as well as the experience of your new hire. And as I mentioned a moment ago, that 90-day onboarding period is a trial run. It is a chance to iron out any kinks that are there or notice any glaring problems that either need to be addressed or need to be nipped in the bud. But you have to have a clear process for training and onboarding and to know how to set those expectations for your team members during that time frame with clear benchmarks along the way so that they know what to expect week to week to week 
and that they can begin taking on more responsibility as they go. Most entrepreneurs do this backwards and they just say, here's what I need you to do. Here are all the things, please help. And they just throw it all at them and expect them to take the ball and run. In reality, it doesn't really work that way. Imagine if someone did that to you, how that would feel. And maybe your intention is to support that person, right? You want to do a good job. You want to perform well. You recognize that your job is on the line and that you need to produce results. But when you don't have a clear path for doing so, when no one's telling you what's required or when it's required by, and you don't know what the expectations are of the person that you're working for, it just creates a lot of confusion. And on your part, as the employee or the team member serving someone else, it creates a lot of anxiety and pressure to perform, but not really knowing what the benchmarks are. What are we trying to hit or shoot for here? So imagine yourself in your new hire shoes and notice how having a clear leader, someone who can guide them on the process, not babysit them, but guide them on what's expected and to have clear channels of communication. This is even more important when you're working remotely and building a remote team. Imagine the difference that that could make in the process, just that one component of having a clear onboarding process. And then often the accountability piece is not anywhere on a business owner's radar because, again, they're coming from this desperation and this urgency to get help, but that they don't know how to hold people accountable. And even more importantly than that, they don't know how to teach others to be self-accountable because they themselves are not accountable. And this goes back to something we've talked about here on the show throughout the lifetime of this show, and that is personal responsibility. It's about taking responsibility for the results that you're creating and for the results that you get, whether they're the results that you wanted or the results that you didn't want, because you created both of them based on the responsibility that you took or did not take. And this is such an important concept that is critical for your growth as a visionary leader and for the growth of your business. The degree to which you take radical responsibility is the degree to which you will grow and see more of the kinds of results that you want. And the same goes for your team. It is your responsibility to educate and guide and teach them how to be responsible for themselves. Because maybe this is the first time you're ever hearing about this concept of personal responsibility. Maybe it's something you've heard of a million times before. But to what degree are you taking it right now? And then thinking of your team member or members. Maybe they've heard of this concept or maybe not. And it is your responsibility to teach them what is expected so that they can become what I like to call self-accountable. Now, there's a distinction here that's really important to make. So if you're listening to my voice right now, listen up. During that onboarding process, your team member is accountable to you. You are there, they're looking over your shoulder, you are guiding them, you're setting those clear expectations and showing them where the bar is so they can jump up to meet it. 
During this process, you are also teaching them to take on more responsibility. You're teaching them about responsibility and you're teaching them how to be accountable to themselves and to the metrics in your business that they are responsible for. In our company here at The Effortless Life, we have, we call it a dashboard. And it is the dashboard of our company, just like the dashboard of your car or the dashboard in an airplane. If you don't have a dashboard to tell you, oh my gosh, the engine is overheating, quick, pull over to the side of the road, or hey, we're cruising right along here, doing just great, how do you know where you're going to go? How do you know what's going to happen? You don't. You need to have that clear dashboard in place to know whether things are on track or off track. And most entrepreneurs try to operate their business and try to get from point A to point B without a dashboard. Can you try? imagine trying to drive your car from here to the Whole Foods down the street or for wherever the destination is that you're going without a dashboard? No. And unless you know where you're going, there's no way that you're going to be able to get there. Now, maybe if you've been to the Whole Foods 20 times before, you can kind of look at the landmarks and like figure it out. But for the most part, as entrepreneurs... If you're not clear on where you're going and you don't have that clarity and that clear vision and you don't have a dashboard to tell you how fast you're going, how slow you're going, if something is about to blow up or not, then how do you expect to get there? So on this dashboard, on this scorecard essentially, we train our team members how to own their metrics, report on their metrics, and be accountable to the growth of their metrics. So that once that team member is fully trained, they can take full responsibility of their role. And you don't have to clean up any messes because that's not your job. You're not micromanaging. You're teaching people how to be self-accountable. There is a huge difference. Now, these mistakes are really common. Maybe you've experienced some of them yourself. And when you make these mistakes... You feel discouraged. I mean, you start to wonder, is it ever really possible for me to have a team like James Wedmore or Amy Porterfield or Marie Forleo or Stu McLaren? How do they have such amazing teams and an amazing team culture of people who get up and show up and want to work every day and I can't seem to get that, right? And it becomes this comparison game and you just, you feel discouraged in the process because you start to wonder, what am I missing? What's wrong with me that I can't create that too? And so you feel defeated and disappointed in your team members and in yourself for not having the know-how or the skills or the leadership to really be able to lead and grow a team. And none of that is good for your emotional health, and it will kill your vision for your business and for your company and for what is possible for you faster than you can say Bob's your uncle. So how do we avoid this? Well, There's a lot that you can do, and we're going to scratch the surface of that here in this episode because I could spend an entire weekend running a retreat on hiring and onboarding and teaching you how to operate as that CEO of your business and to step into that seven-figure business owner role and embody that to really grow and lead and run a team. So first things first. 
you got to have your org chart in place. You have to have clarity on that. If you don't know how to create one, stay tuned till the end because I'm going to show you how you can get your hands on the process we use for creating an online business org chart, which is different than typical org charts. If you Google org chart, you're not going to get something specific to your business. And a lot of what you bring up is going to be kind of corporate based, right? That's not even a word, but it's corporate-based. It comes from the corporate mentality, and that's not what you're looking for for your business. So stick around, and I will show you how you can get your hands on our process for creating an org chart specifically for online business owners. Second, and this is something you can do today, to start this conversation with yourself and to get clear on this is to get clear on your values. You might have visited this before, maybe in the beginning of your business, or maybe it's been one of those things that's just kind of forever pushed to the back burner. We won't tell anyone. It's just been pushed to the back burner because you don't have time for it. It's time to visit them. It is time to get clear on them because you have to know who you are and what you stand for. In today's day and age, With more and more and more entrepreneurs bringing their businesses online, especially since the pandemic, especially just in the way that technology is moving, in order to stand out from the noise, you have to differentiate yourself. You have to know what you stand for. You have to know what you will and will not tolerate. This takes time, but taking the time to get clear on this is something every visionary leader has to do. The ones that you look up to, they've all done it. They have the teams that they have because they've taken the time to do this first. So get clear on what you value. And have an onboarding process. When you join me for this workshop that I'm hosting this month, I will walk you through our process so you can get equipped with what you need to fully train your team members. And when you have this process in place, not only can you trust that the work that needs to get done will get done, your team will be happy to show up to work every day because they'll be clear on what's expected of them and they will thrive and you will thrive as a result. And then the accountability piece, you need a dashboard. If you don't have a dashboard, you're going to crash. If you don't have a dashboard for your business, how are you going to achieve your greater vision to know if you're on track or not? I mean, the short answer is you won't. You can't. You'll wind up somewhere, that's for sure, but that somewhere just might not be where you expected to wind up or where you wanted to wind up. And again, that goes back to that responsibility, that self-accountability of taking responsibility and ownership of the results that you get that you want and the results that you get that you don't want but that you created nonetheless. And so having these pieces and components in place in our business has allowed us to hire the right people, people who are excited to stop freelancing, stop hustling for clients, and to be part of a team long term. And these people come equipped with the right skills and the right mindset and the capabilities to get the job done and to enjoy doing it. And Because of that interview process that we have in place and that onboarding process, we're able to identify people who have talents that aren't being utilized fully in their current role. And so when they come, they are grateful to find somewhere that they can finally belong and really feel like they have something to bring to the table and to use their gifts and skills in that way. Plus, 
It just makes it so much easier to train people. We have more fun doing it. And we experience faster growth because we grow together. Now, I mentioned in this episode a couple times about this month's workshop. We host a monthly workshop here at The Effortless Life live every month where you can learn how to get different systems and back-end procedures in place in your business. And every month we pick a topic, and this month is all about hiring. It's all about how to find and interview and hire your team of A players. So in this workshop, I'm going to give you an insider's look at our step-by-step playbook for building your dream team. So if you want to get your hands on that, keep listening because in a moment, I'm going to share about how you can register for that and discover the exact system that we use here at The Effortless Life. I am literally going to hand it over to you so that you can implement it in your business too. And assuming that you're listening to this episode on your phone today, I would love to connect with you. Come find me. I'm on Instagram at theeffortlesslife.co. We're having a lot of fun with some reels over there lately calling out the truths of entrepreneurship. (laughs) They've been hilarious. The feedback on that has been so much fun as well. So go check those out. Plus, I'm there every day sharing tips on how to simplify your workflows so that you can spend more time in your zone of genius and do what you love without sacrificing the people you love in the process. So coming up next week on the show, we are talking about hmm, the four systems you need in your business. Did you know every business has four main systems that you need? Now, there are systems within these systems, but there are four overarching systems that every business owner needs in order to scale beyond six figures. So we're going to talk about what those are, and you can see how your business stacks up against these four systems, and notice any gaps, and notice what you might need to focus on to kind of beef up where you might be lacking. So that's all coming up next week. Join me back here. I'll see you then. And until then, as always, go live your effortless life. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 